In the holy name of Jesus, amen. I'm not much for horror films. Most nights I'm already awake at 3 a.m. praying for my kids or my wife or for all of you. So I don't really need one more thing to keep me up at night. But lots of people are watching them. Right now in the theaters, it's The Conjuring 2. On FX, it's Preacher. On Cinemax, it's Outcast. So while our world may say that we are far too smart to believe in angels and demons anymore, our habits betray us. The spirits are out there, and we can feel them. Last week, when I was in California visiting Pastor Ladick, he made me watch a horror film called The Visit in the middle of the afternoon. I told him I wasn't really interested, and he said that didn't matter. He said, you do it because it's your job. Okay, Pastor Ladick, what is my job? Some of you know from experience. A couple of times each year, we pastors at St. John are called to bless houses where creepy things are happening. Doors are slamming, mirrors are talking, dogs are barking, things are moving around all by themselves. Or some of you are seeing apparitions, ghosts or demons. Usually when folks work up the courage to tell us about these things, they think that we will think they are crazy. But we don't. We just think you heard the gospel appointed for today. And you know, like we know, that this is still how life works even in our very sophisticated 21st century. It's easy, really. There is Jesus and there is Satan. There is divine and there is fallen. There are good angels and bad angels. There are things that are pure and things that are polluted. There are persons who are whole, but there are also persons who are very, very broken. There is mercy and sin, there is beautiful, and there is ugly. There is community and there is loneliness. There is love and hate, light and darkness, and life and eternal death. And horror films are meant to make us feel the evil in each of those pairs. Not just to speculate about it but actually to feel it, to squirm and jump and retch now and later lie awake at 3 a.m. with goosebumps. This poor old man from the Gerizines feels it. He feels the cuffs and the chains even when he can break them. He feels naked and alone and afraid a castaway among the tombs. He feels a legion inside him. It could be hundreds, it could be thousands, 
of demons who fill him and torment him. In him, we feel. We feel all the things that we hate in the 21st century. Being exposed and being exploited, being injured and being victim, being convulsed or considered mad, being ashamed, being alone and unloved. With no family and no home and no friends and nowhere to go, with no hope and no future and with no life. So he is we. That is the point of the gospel today. He is we. That is what we are meant to see. And left to ourselves, without the healing presence of Jesus, without his healing touch, we will always remain demoniacs, always tortured and convulsed and sinful, always lost. And if that's not true, if you think that's not true, then you tell me why you are up in the middle of the night. Why are you up in the middle of the night, worried and afraid? And if you're not up yet, wait for it. You will be. At some point in your life, evil will really, really find you. Or your kids, or your spouse, or your friends, or your community. And it will touch you and hurt you, and sometimes it will kill you. Evil, after all, is the reason that we die. It is the touch of evil, unforgiven and unneutralized, that leaves us in horror forever. The good news of the morning is that Jesus really is from another place. He is from another shore, from another kind of life. It is, as verse 26 says, Jesus is opposite us, Jesus is alien in the classic sense of the word. He is an invader from another place, and so he is divine and pure and good and beautiful and whole and merciful. Jesus is love and life and way and light. And the best news is he is back again today in this place in his flesh to gather all of you into the healing safety of his heavenly community to pull you all into the church. That's just what happened at the font to young Finn. I hope you caught it. Finn is this story. First there was the exorcism, casting any demons out. And then there was the baptism, putting in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with the holy name. Finn is safe now. He is in the church. He is in Christ. This is his new family, and this is his new home. And this place, filled with good angels, is the safest place in all the world. What we all choose to do with this good news is yet to be determined in the 21st century. Some folks will carry on just as before, 
preferring the devil they know to the devil they don't know. The trouble, of course, is that any devil is a bad choice. But holiness and health and freedom is always too much for some people. It is too much for the herdsmen. It is too much for the townspeople. Even though this man who once had a legion of demons is now found sitting at Jesus' feet, clothed and in his right mind, they are so afraid they ask Jesus to walk away. And the saddest moment in this story is that Jesus does. Jesus walks away. Sometimes Jesus answers those prayers too. But for that poor man who felt the horror from the inside out, via legions, there is only one choice. Embracing Jesus, Son of the Most High God, precisely the names that the good angels, including St. Gabriel, gave Jesus at Christmas time. Call him Jesus, he will save his people from their sins. He is son of the Most High God, which means he knows the way home. This is the one who embodies everything we yearn for in the 21st century, everything we yearn for today, and then more. Everything we need to satisfy our hearts, to join the ranks of saints and angels forever. Okay, Pastor Ladick's right. Horror films do make us feel the evil now and later. But next time you're up at 3 a.m., you can shake the goosebumps by making the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and praying for me and for your kids and your spouse and your friends and this place and for Finn newest member of the One Holy Catholic Apostolic, pray for the church and pray for the world, and then go back to sleep in peace. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.